0: Cut. I am James Troopany. I am joined by Christy, who is poorly sick. Are you okay, Christy?
1: I am not okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm fine. It's, it's just a little. I think it's the flu. Oh. Stomach aches and stuff. It's not nice.
0: No, that's not good.
1: No. Or no. No.
0: Oh, do you are braving it to come and talk to us about the New Japan Cup? Yeah, very brave. <laughs> very, very brave. But today is the day of bravery from underdogs, which we will explain yeah. later. This. But uh, for now I'm let's talking start. about
1: underdogs. hmm
0: Two indeed of the underdogs. UA Uemura defeated Gabriel Kidd in seven minutes and twenty-two seconds. In a bit Did of he? Korka. Yeah, hang on a minute. That's I thought it correct. was the other way around. Cage match not being true. <laughs>
1: Now I'm doubting myself. I thought
0: No, kid... no, you're, you are absolutely right. Gabriel Kid won it with the butterfly suplex, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cage match, letting us down.
1: I was starting to doubt myself. Like, my colours say that Kid won.
0: Yes, and you are His name is right. in blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to 1970- njpw1972.com for the official word on the event.
1: Not that because... they're not wrong sometimes.
0: Yes. Cage match wise That's so. That's the first time that's ever happened to me. I feel so violated.
1: I remember that NJPW Global on Twitter once called Kanemaru Kanemitsu. Oh dear. <laughs> 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 that's
0: I was not like good, um, really?
1: that's not the dude's name and that's not the dude's Twitter handle.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on. That was March 16th. I don't think New Japan. This is maybe the reason why. Uh, New Japan, NJPW1972.com, the English-speaking website of New Japan, don't have the results for today show up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 go there again. Gabriel Kidd beat Ua Urimura, also uh, oh, Ua Urimura, in seven minutes and twenty-two seconds. In a nice bit of classic wrestling storytelling, it was just a fun old match you could get your teeth into without really worrying about things. What did you think of it, Kristin?
1: I always like these matches, um, yeah. <laughs> mostly because it's it's so interesting to me to watch these guys make um create an entire match with such basic moves. Mm. like it shows that you don't need flips and crazy stuff to to create a story and to tell a story and to have an actual good match,
0: yeah,
1: you don't need it. It's ju- that's just a bonus Yeah, that's it These guys don't have a character They don't have flashy moves All they've got is Basic moves to tell a story
0: Yes maybe one, They've both reached the point of having A flashy finisher But that's it
1: Yeah, but it's still like It's a flashy elbow drop You know
0: <laughs>
1: It's not going to be anything Too special
0: No, no then again, I, the Rainmaker
1: is just a clothesline. so...
0: It, well, it's a bit more than just a clothesline. There is an entire history to the Rainmaker. Did you know who invented it? The original <laughs> short clothesline.
1: <laughs> Tell me.
0: The original short clothesline was actually invented by um, Dutch Mantel, who used to be one of the big drawers in Memphis. And it was his finisher, the short clothesline. You twist the arm into, an, into a wrist lock and then pull them in for a clothesline. And Jake Roberts saw him doing it and said, That's really cool. Would you mind if I borrowed it? And he's the one that popularized it in the WWE in the 80s as it was the setup for the DDT. And then Okada added the twist of the ripcord part, and that's where you get your Rainmaker from. It's all about evolution.
1: Yeah, but that's also like what I mean. You can take a basic move and give it a kind of history and a story.
0: Yeah, that's it. And um, yeah, Dutch Mantel went on to be Booker for WWC, Impact Wrestling, WWE. Um, was a manager in the WWF back in the day, and still writes some incredible wrestling books. Uh, and followed me on Twitter for a long, long, for quite some time. and Then went, I just can't be doing with your politics. I'm going to leave now because he is a bit surprising. conservative. That's surprising, a, really. He was a former serviceman from Texas in his, in his early 60s. I didn't expect him to be a liberal lion. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. But, yes. Uh, let's move on to the second match. The United Empire. Great Okan and Jeff Cobb defeated Yotosuji and Yuji in 11 minutes and fifty-seven uh, 58 seconds. And it was kind of a telegraphed ending because Yotosuji uh, was in this match. <laughs>
1: a young lion in a match against two heels. I wonder who will win.
0: Mm, yes. Having said that, bit of a corker. I thought really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun. Nagat has a bit of a ring general in situations like this. And knows how to get the best out of the youngster without getting lumps in the head. So I kind of enjoyed him trying to shepherd the thing along.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: and he didn't do much. But what he did, he did well. It's like, I'll let the young guy do it.
0: That's it. Actually, All Japan TV, today, um, on, they release a free match every week, and today's match was the championship carnival final between the winner of Block A in 2011, which was Yuji Nagata, and against the winner of Block B, which was Seiya Sonada. Wow. There you go. So, main event in different companies, all oh, for years and years and years. And they <coughs> main
1: evented on
0: Monday, too? This, yes, they did. There you go. Yeah. That's it. Bizarre, isn't it? It's like literally the last time they'd wrestled each other was in the AJPW Championship Carnival Final. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The timing of things. Um, yeah, it was good. It was just good fun. Oh, Khan's ace again, isn't he, really? and Cobb kind of does what Cobb does. He doesn't really do anything much different than when he was a I
1: was finally able to watch them again. Yes. Like, if if Osprey leaves and goes and has a singles match, I can actually watch his stable. (laughs) It's just kind of sad.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, really. The the advantage of this was you didn't have to watch the last match. Mm, Exactly. (laughs) I've got my
1: own main event, and that's it.
0: And having watched the last match, you really didn't need to watch the last match. Oh, okay. (laughs) You can tell me when we get to it. Yes. Anyway, let us move on. No, oh, no, you're. Ah, um. All right. Sorry, you have got no. You did it again. We're, fi- we're fighting after this. I didn't do it again. It wasn't on purpose. <sighs> it's a. It was. Let us move on. That was an opening for you to say, "No, we shall stay still. <laughs> we shall stay still." Yeah.
1: Because um, I wanted to talk about the match. Okay. Well, mostly about the wrestlers in it. Mm. Um, Suji decided that there's. One more person he wants to feud with, which is apparently Okan.
0: Yes. Again, why would you?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I've written that down. He could have gone with like Sho or Yoshihashi, you know, nice guys, but he goes for the dickheads.
0: People who are significantly shorter than him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: you go for Sho, you know, he's a nice boy. He's strong enough to to fight you. You can learn something from him. He's not going to kill you. Sounds great.
2: Yeah.
1: I think he's going to go for JY next though. Like mm. he, he picks all the the heels he shouldn't try and fight.
0: Don't mess. Yes.
1: And he does. Mm. He hasn't reached his uh, 55k likes yet though. Oh
0: i mean sure. he, he, he,
1: yeah, it's, it's so sad he keeps trying to promote it on twitter and in the backstage comments and even commentary was talking about it today like yeah. i don't speak japanese but i could hear suji and twitter and Naito and it's like <laughs> i can guess what that's about and he said in the backstage comments uh even ibushi likes and retweeted my tweet guys <laughs> if Ibushi wants me to fight Naito Then you want me to fight Naito, right? Help me, help me
0: Yes, please keep Naito busy So Ibushi doesn't have to wrestle him again <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's like Ibushi's like I, re- I like wrestling Naito So I'm going to help this young lion Also wrestle Naito Yeah
0: Basically.
1: I hope he doesn't emulate Ibushi no.
0: though I'm I No I don't Having said that, did notice a bit of lucha creeping into Suji's offense today. Mexico did did do a senton and a big splash.
1: CMLL, here I come. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Do you know why? Do you know why they senton in Mexico rather than do splashes? No. Because the rings are about as you know springy as a safe. Ah, yeah, that's true. So with a senton, you can roll. Yeah, they are excellent rollers in Mexico. Mm
1: -mm. Okay, I had one more point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's Okan's hair again.
0: Yes, it's still in the sprayed out look with the 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 flat-top rat tail mullet going on, which for a balding man in his mid twenties is is an inspired. It's really
1: weird. And my point about it was that I'm actually so impressed. By a wrestler who's willing to look that ridiculous in real life mm. for the sake of his wrestling character. Yes. Like, yes. it's okay I, when you're wrestling, but imagine going to the supermarket and looking like that.
0: I, I maybe he ties it up under a baseball cap when he goes to the supermarket. Yeah, or he
1: braids it or something, but still. <laughs> like, your
0: mother has to look at that. Yeah, that's it. I assume he doesn't walk around with the, with the mouth guard with the t- bad teeth.
1: Imagine if he did, though. If he crawled everywhere.
0: (laughs) uh, People used to do that. I'm going to pull out an old story, which you may grown up, but it's a true story and it's it's actually a cool story as well. Have you heard of Sputnik Monroe? No. Sputnik Monroe was a heel back in the 1960s in Memphis, Tennessee, still in the days of the Jim Crow laws. And... It was partly for financial gain, but it was also genuinely, because he liked hanging out in blues bars, and he liked hanging out when, on the wrong side of the tracks, quote-unquote. So at his shows, he would always insist on making sure he went and played for his people, which was the black audience, who were up in the rafters. And when he won championship matches, he'd go take the belt to them, so they could see it, and he did that outside the ring too. He also like did like uh, drives to end um, uh, segregation laws in Memphis. He was very big into that. And
1: That's so cool.
0: Yeah. So you know he lived the life at a time when that kind of behavior was highly detrimental to one's career. Do you just think? care. Even though he was a bad guy, heel wrestler amongst the white people, <laughs> he was a hero in yeah. Memphis. So, yeah, kind of a cool story. And, you know, if you can do that kind of thing, you will be a star.
2: Hmm. That's
1: but, cool that he was willing to kind of risk his career.
0: Yeah. it was. It was do the right thing. Yeah. It was a cool... Funnily enough, the original Sheik was much the same. Um, one of the reasons why he wrestled... He wrestled Bobo Brazil a lot, was because they were in Dallas. The first time they met each other, they were wrestling in Dallas, and it was back in the days before, you know, you did everything on the fly. Heels were at a different dressing room to the faces, and they're going for a collar and elbow tie-up, and she whispers into Bobo's ear, "What's the chicken wire for?" And Bobo said, "That's that's the where the black audience sit. They're not allowed to like sit on the floor with the nice seats." And um, she said, "I hate racism." Yeah, and so they engineered a brawl and tore the chicken wire down. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and after that, Bobo would do anything the sheep wanted. The sheep took Bobo to Detroit, and they sold out Kobo Hall for ten years straight. Wow. There you go. That's that's just that's cool stories, but true stories. And, you know. If only
1: wrestlers these days would do that more.
0: That kind of if, thing. Yeah, I think me and Chelsea talked about this a lot, like the the stars, even sports stars of the sixties and seventies. Um they were kind of more they were the first like media stars, of so someone like Muhammad Ali for instance is the first media star, so you remember them the most. And they were coming from a much different place than we than today would would be. But you kind of get the feeling that sports stars and wrestlers of today kind of toe the line a lot more. Mm. There is no opportunity to, you know, Lewis Hamilton gets no end of stick for talking about Black Lives Black Matter in literally the whitest sport on earth. It does not get much whiter than Formula One. (laughs) You know, they have black people in NASCAR now. Speed skating (laughs) me. Yes, and speed skating and gymnastics. So it's like, you know, the amount of stick he gets for, the, like, standing up for Black Lives Matter and stuff, and you know, it's not fair, and he's only bending things slightly, it's not like he's coming back yeah. socialism, is it?
1: And there is also people who want to stay in the centre as much as they can, so they can get the best of both worlds, you know? Yeah. Like no. it, If I'm not too progressive, the racists will still like me.
0: Yes. That kind of thing. You could argue AEW being centrist wrestling. They try and please everyone, and it's not always going to work, is it?
1: Well, they've they've got Nyla, and that's great. Is that how you? They've got Nyla. Is that how you say your name?
0: Nyla Rose. Yeah. Yeah. She is great, but and she and the women's division is very strong. It's just not particularly well.
1: No, let's hope. Let's hope that changes.
0: I hope so. After this week. I haven't seen the match everyone's talking about. Have you seen the match yet?
1: Britt Baker versus what's uh,
0: her name? I uh... oh, I can see her face in front of me now. I know you said oh, what's her name? Might have just came out and uh... oh, Thunder Rosa. There you go. Yeah, 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 I'm
1: I'm sorry for not knowing her name. I just don't watch AEW, so mm. it's mostly based off of my timeline that I know has happened. That I know Britt bled a lot. <laughs>
2: So that
0: I know so it was remember, awesome. Someone did, I am Brett, who's like the world's most well-renowned FMW wrestling historian, uh, said that Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa paid more homage to the hardcore wrestlers of the 1990s in FMW than Kenny Omega and John Moxley did. Yeah, I, I saw that tweet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, if anyone's gonna say that, it's gonna be Brett, and I'll believe him, because Brett knows everything mm-hmm. about deathmatch wrestling, so that was cool. But yeah, Brett, Brett liked our FMW uh, podcast as well, so I was like, "Oh,
2: cool! That's
0: so cool! Thank <laughs> you." Fanboy moment. Yes. <laughs> Shall we move on to the next match now?
1: Yes, let's. Okay. Okay, you're like, I'm allowed to, yay!
0: Padlock <laughs> Farley and Kent had defeated Juice Robinson and Toa Henry in eight minutes and thirty-seven seconds. And there was a look on Juice's face. It was like, "Yeah, we ain't winning this." prefer <laughs> <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> uh, a grenade finished off to Wainere. Um and it was—it was, it was just—it was kind of stock tag team match, and there was nothing wrong with it. It was perfectly fine, well executed. It's not going to worry match of the year candidate. Don't get me wrong, but it was—it did. Where the trouble is, you get to the end of the New Japan Cup tour, and a lot of people are spinning the wheels. None of these people were left at the tournament so they're all like. What do we care <laughs> 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 and it's kind of like the fans are like well until the next thing happens you're kind of just there so yeah everyone yeah. will cheer and it, it was fine they weren't it's gonna... also
1: there are so many shows and i think this one was one of the smallest yes so it's kind of like a house show but it just happens to be filmed
0: hmm. yeah and I think that played into what happened into the matches later on as well a little bit, which I'll talk about at the time, but yeah, I think you have to bear that in mind. It wasn't a massive crowd. It looked to be about four or 500. If it had been a non-COVID show, there'd probably been a 1,000 people there, let's say, maybe 800. And they were into it. They enjoyed it. They were having fun. But this match was not going to tear trees up because all four of them were going like, let's not tear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: Juice was using his uh, throat muscles a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, I think think that's an advantage for Juice. He seems to be able to talk his way out. He can talk (laughs) his way into having a good match.
1: (laughs) Well, most of my notes are actually about things he said or yelled, mostly. Like, he started out yelling at the crowd, something along the lines of, it's okay to have fun, guys. (laughs) And then the camera, it was perfect, the camera went to Fale, and Fale smirked, like, no, no fun allowed. <laughs> and he was right, because they lost. Yes. Juice and uh, Yeah. And during the match, Juice kept commentating, you know, like, at one point he said, um, no, not his hand, because they were targeting uh, Hanari's hand. Mm. It's like, his hand has actually hurt you guys. And then Kenta, who was the one hurting his hand, looked at Juice and he goes, shut up. (laughs) And then Juice replies, pointing at the crowd, they can't, but I can. And then he started yelling again. (laughs) And it's such a Juice thing to do, like just commentating your own match. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd got... uh, at one point it'd go into the ring and then yell,
0: clothesline, and then
1: continue on like that.
0: Yeah. Somebody used to do that. I can't remember. They would literally call every spot out loud. <laughs> I can't was it? Young books do it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still do it. But yeah. Yeah, Juice has kind of got that market corner where it must be annoying for everybody else around him.
1: Oh, must be... And uh, Hanari got annoyed, which is probably going to be something. Yes. Did you notice?
0: Who did he get annoyed with? Juice. Juice. Hmm,
1: and there, there was a tweet as well, because Hanari started... He lost, and then he was really frustrated, and he started pu- pushing the, the camera crew and throwing around uh, a ring barrier, and, and that looked kind of off to me, like... He's never reacted that way, that angrily, to Mm. a loss. And then sometime later on Twitter, he posted a tweet, um, which I put through Google Translate, and it said, Jews, why did you leave me alone? Mm. Hmm. Mm. So yeah, I I did the smiley, the hmm, smiley. Mm. And people replied, What does that mean? Does that mean a feud? Is Hanari turning heel? What's
2: going on?
0: Um, I do know of a faction that's only got three members that need to fill things out.
2: Yeah, it
1: kind of reads to me like Hanari might be turning heel. Like, he's frustrated with his position and with the babyface juice not helping him or...
0: Yeah, which I think is unfair, because Juice did his good tag team partner thing. It wasn't like he left him to get beat up, was it? No,
1: no but actually. it is a, a heel angle, a yeah, way to turn.
0: That's, a, that's the best kind of like way of doing it. Actually,
1: and where is he going if he's turning heel?
2: Bullet Club?
0: No, I don't think so. He's too... Well, he's Polynesian, and they've got plenty of that. Um, I think United Empire, just because they need more bodies.
1: Would make sense.
0: It's, it's obvious. Obvious isn't necessarily bad. And imagine a tag team of him and Jeff Cobb. That would be something see. Yeah. Storyline-wise,
1: Bullet Club makes sense, though.
0: Yeah.
1: Because Jay White has just spent the last couple of weeks on Hanari's ass. Yeah. Basically calling him weak and a failure. So if you go with the Jay convinced him that he could make him a star... Kind of angle.
0: That's a possibility, but Bullet Club's already top-heavy.
1: Yeah, it is. <clears throat> but who, who, which other faction? Like, United Empire or Bullet Club?
0: It's not yeah. going to be LIJ. No, he's, he's not cool enough for LIJ, and he doesn't have that kind of presence that LIJ would require. It's not going to be
1: Suzuki Gun. I don't think. Um, I, do you really ooh. think? Because then he's turning face again.
0: He's not turning face though, is he? He's turning dark.
1: Yeah, but it feels like he's turning you. And Suzuki Gun are slowly turning face. So
0: Yeah, so that leaves you with United Empire Bullet Club, really. Yeah. Um, there's far too much going on. They essentially, Bullet Club essentially have got three leaders at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, United Empire are top-heavy as well, because they've got three single-star and they need to make our battles, so anyway it would make sense to go there. They just don't have the bodies of the minute that they require. Um So, I mean... It could be just like a mini-tent to Chaos, which wouldn't be a bad thing, because it would kind of put tension between Hanta and Chaos again, um, which would widen things up slightly, but I think we've got enough going on with faction work at the moment. Yeah, and, so. and then
1: you've got the only two actual face factions fighting each other.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've never liked each other. <laughs> Sorry? They've never liked each other, let's be honest. Oh, oh. No, but for the...
1: the... <laughs> The New Japan kind of thing, like do you want to put your only two face factions:' no, I
0: don't, not yet. against each other? And then what they, if they were going to do it, they won't, they won't turn on each other over anyway, would they? No, no they didn't slight. do it over Yoshihashi. No, it's a slight tension maybe, but not like tension tension. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think United Empire makes the most sense. He's a New Zealander yeah. it's a Commonwealth, um, There's Jeff Cobb. Obviously while I'm Polynesian that's kind of the connection I guess as well there. It's yeah, I think from a from a cultural point of view, it sounds like doing it From a cultural point of view it makes sense and from a just a wrestling common sense makes sense kind of thing. mm Yeah. Watch
1: nothing happen.
0: Yeah, something might might have just lost interest in by the end of next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> or he could just, when was the last time we just had a bad guy.
1: I don't know. It could also just be Hanare deciding that he wants something to be mad at Juice for and he ends up stating a face.
0: Yeah, that's a possibility as well. Shall we move on? <laughs> yes. Okay. Los was the Hapon, Bushi, Shingo Takagi and Tetsuyu Naito. All with individual entrances, by the way of course the stars <laughs> of the show defeated Chase owens evil and died the issue more in 10 minutes and 12 seconds it was it was pretty good this Tetsuya nato pins Chase owens therefore making him the number one contender to the texas heavyweight championship
1: <laughs> you know i wrote the <laughs> i wrote down naito versus tana for the texas belts
0: yeah why not i don't see that being an issue myself takagi was all for it he grabbed the belt he went, Hey. What we wrote? At the end of the match, I think I I I actually think NATO would actually take it seriously as well.
1: Of course he would. Yeah. I anything think... anything funny that he can turn into a serious thing. Yeah. Is certainly a Nato. NATO thing. It's.
0: How great would that be?
1: <laughs> it'd be hilarious, N- NATO with a Texas belt. You know he'd buy a cowboy hat.
2: Yeah.
0: It'd, it'd just like you know, it'd be the Tejano belt. Something like that, well. yeah. And he would just just start talking even more in terrible Spanish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in in this t- three sentences that he knows in Spanish.
0: Yeah, that's that's where he's at, and mostly insults. Yes, mainly. <laughs> but yeah. it, I think it would work, and I actually think again, which we don't like Chase Owens. He would actually have a bit of a cock with Tetsuya I don't think it's like. A 20 minute main event of Secure Genesis, but for 15 minutes they could have a really entertaining match.
1: Oh yeah, Naito would make it hilarious, because yeah. Chase is also a funny character.
0: Yes. I mean, He's technically not a serious gifted. one. Yeah, technically gifted, but he, is, he knows how to land on his ass, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's basically what he does.
1: He's had a lot of practice, also. Like, yeah. he took the pin, and I was looking over there, like, Ishimari is in this match. But then I remembered, oh, no, he's going to feud for the junior heavyweight title. So he can't lose. No. And Eva's not going to lose. So, okay, Chase.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But also, I mean, I'd I'd like to see it. And to be honest with you, with Chase having been established, with that killer finisher, with that bank house finisher, um, why wouldn't you? You could pin NATO and NATO wouldn't lose anything. Just because he got beat by mm. Chase, as daft as it may seem, everyone loses to that finisher. So all, that's all Chase needs to do is to get that finisher on and he's defending the championship.
1: After Suji, yeah.
0: Yes, after Suji, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere down the line.
1: Yeah. Suji yeah. is going to have a three month feud with Night First.
0: <laughs> there didn't seem to be much fire between Takagi and Evil, or as much as I'd like. Mm. What do you think
1: of that? Well, first of all, let me just talk about how strange it still is to me to see this. I know that for everyone else, it's completely normal by now that evil is no longer part of LIJ and that evil and Shingo can actually feud, you know? But for me, it's still so weird. Hmm. And also because Shingo is the most recent member of LIJ, so it's yeah. like evil who in in my mind, because I haven't been back for very long, is still more it's still more LIJ than Shingo is. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, I understand what you mean. It's but I mean it is like it's down to um terms of service, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. And also because I'm you guys have all had months of evil betraying Lij and being Bullet Club, and for me it's been like two months, maybe. Yeah. So all the memories of evil as Lij haven't been replaced yet for me.
2: <laughs>
1: so seeing those two about to feud is is weird. Yeah.
2: It's so
1: strange to me. The and I was, I also difference. wasn't expecting this to happen? Like, LIJ Shingo versus former LIJ Evil feuding felt like something that would take uh, more build. Yeah. Now it feels more special than this.
0: I suppose, yes, and again, because you've been out the loop and are catching up, you know, this is a story that really starts at last year's New Japan Mm Cup, where... Evil defeats Akada and then turns on NATO the next night. Um, and well, turns, but well, he turns on Okada really, but you know, he's not supposed to be a face against Okada, he's supposed to be a heel. But he turns on LIJ against Okada, and then, yeah. and then goes and faces uh NATO and takes the championship the following night. And um, it's and then he wrestles Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom, and that's, that's the second part of the story. So this is the third part of the story, he, obviously can't, he, wrestled, well, he wrestled Romo as the first <laughs> defense of the title, so he is literally feuded with every member of LIJ except Takagi and Bushy. So and I doubt he's going to take on Bushy because, you know...
1: Well, <laughs> I, you never know. Bushy Bush, is scrappy. He,
0: Bushy, Bushy doesn't care. It's not, it's not, his, it's not his deal. <laughs> Beating guys who fifty pounds over than me. Um, uh, but yeah,
1: it's just maybe it's because of that.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Feel but also,
1: right. it doesn't feel like it's been a story until now. Maybe it's because I don't listen to the commentary in the same way. Like I can't understand what they're saying. Maybe they have been talking about a possible Shingo and Evil match.
0: Yeah, but again, neither of them have titles at the minute, so therefore there is the trouble with it being a sporting conceit in New Japan. There has to be a reason, a sporting reason for two people to have a match. The only time that hasn't happened recently has been this year where um, Kojima and Tenzan feuded with United Empire to give United Empire something to do, basically. And try and establish them as heels. But special singles matches don't happen very often, um, really. Yeah, but uh, why their special singles matches?
1: I didn't didn't mean that, but in this uh, tournament, yeah, like I would have expected them to make it a thing. Like, oh my god, evil is finally wrestling shingle.
0: I think as well, somebody pointed this out. Like, obviously, we talked about I talked about um, evil beating Yano the other night in the screwiest way possible, even by a Yano match standards. And someone on Twitter pointed out that they're not really giving Evil any help here. If <laughs> you can't beat Yano cleanly, what are you doing?
1: I don't get it either.
0: No, Romu Hiromu beat Yano cleanly last year. It was a comedic match, but he actually pinned him clean, one, two, three in the middle of the ring. Did he? Yeah, he did. And Evil can't do that. What mess was
1: that? Because I watched the New Japan one they had. Yeah. And didn't he put Yano in an elevator?
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, that was it. Yeah, I apologize. But yeah, but he still beat Yano after Nato told him, if you can't beat Yano, you should be ashamed in the junior heavyweight division. Okay,
1: no. But that is a screwy finish,
0: though. (laughs) Okay, it's a screwy finish.
1: I was but, so confused. I'm like, is there another match?
0: No, no, no. You're I, I watch I, another I, match? I made a mistake. I thought it was fairly clean. Then I looked Damn back it. on it in my head and realized, not... Damn
1: it. You have my hopes up and everything.
0: Uh, sorry. But yeah, <sighs> but you know what I mean? It's like Hiroma beat him last year and Evil can't. Mm. The Evil has to do it with help. And I, I don't engineer.
1: understand what they're doing with Evil. Like, you told me that it happened mostly because of COVID issues. Yeah. yeah. And it's so clear they don't have a plan with him, no. and it's ruining evil.
0: Yes, because I get the feeling everything they did with evil, they could have done what they wanted to do with Jay White, but Jay White wasn't available because he was landlocked. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I uh, unless it was a plan to break off evil at some point in the future, because he is a monster. Ba- he is a monster main event guy. He is a guy you want in the main event, but. The way he's booked at the moment, he can't do any of the things that he used to do, because that would make him too much like what he used to be like, and that's what, not what they need. They need something else, but he hasn't figured out something else is yet. So and they're also bad. not building
1: him as a strong wrestler, because he keeps losing, and he's clearly third in Bullet Club.
0: Yes. So how much longer will that be after this tournament? Well, we don't know. Yeah, it's... Without giving away the result of the next match, which we kind of (laughs) had. Well,
1: I would like what I would like to see them do Hmm. is him overthrow Jay White. Yeah. Basically, make make say make an agreement with Kenta. You can rule the American side of things. I'll rule here, but we don't need him. We don't need the foreigner or whatever
0: you wanna. I. I give us you, a reason <laughs> I think that yes I understand what you're saying um, I don't yeah I'm not sure how the gorillas would think about that I think I not I know either make, but
1: I. Uh, yeah. what else can you make Evil do you're, you can't make him uh, join another faction no this soon no. so he's either going to rule Bullet Club or he's going to be second fiddle the entire time
0: yeah and this is also the point, Kenta hasn't got an awful lot of land to look after in New Japan Strong, because there's him and Hikaleo, and that's it.
1: And Hikaleo is apparently coming to Japan. Yeah. Did you see that?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't see that. I'm guessing, he, I'm guessing he's due back. He's yeah, was... been a lot. He's a much better, more round, well-rounded wrestler now.
1: Apparently they made a mistake or something. They r- revealed a poster he was on. Right. And that was for an upcoming show. (laughs) Oh, dear. There might have been a mistake, and it was for something else. Or someone on Twitter is lying to me. (laughs) Which could well be true. It's Twitter. (laughs) But, yeah, I think that Jay White leaving Bullet Club would be fine for Jay White. I think whatever he does, he's big enough to to do it, like be a singles guy without a faction, or build his own faction, or whatever
0: here's a thing for you how about this Suzuki-gun was born out of Minoru Suzuki kicking Satoshi Kojima out of Kojima-gun
2: mm-hmm.
0: and surely he must know his time is due at some point in the future so is someone going to come in and just kick out Suzuki from Suzuki-gun
1: that could be something. People Good. keep saying they want Ibushi to do that.
2: Hmm. Why? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think they that want to see. Sense. I think they want to see crazy Ibushi. But yeah. I could see Jay do that, especially if Suzuki Gun is straddling the face dynamic. Like,
2: yeah,
1: have Jay turn somewhat face. Yeah. And then take control, Suzuki
0: Gun. Yeah,
1: but then you've got Zach.
0: And you've got Tai Chi.
1: Like, where do you? I, Tai Chi. I like I said before. I could still see him, be okay with someone else having all the um...
0: backseat driving. Yeah.
1: yeah, like you do everything, and I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
1: but Zach, I don't see just accepting Jay White. As his new leader,
0: no, no, I think you're right there. There's a lot of layers of what could happen. Whether it will, if, I, I think it'll be pretty much static for a while.
1: Mm, probably.
0: Because they've got to find the way with some stuff. But evil is unfinished business with Jedi. What do you do with him? Kind of stuck now.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm so, just really worried that they won't do anything and just ruin evil.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to be said for being number two in L.I.J. <laughs> Yeah. Rather than being number three in Bullet Club, but there you go. Yeah, because
1: Sonata was he isn't the type of wrestler to want to overthrow evil.
0: No. He's just... So he
1: could have al always been the number two.
0: Yeah, he's just a dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's just there and he wrestles and says funny things sometimes and
0: Writes blog posts. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, and gives people nice the middle finger. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Shall we move
1: on now? Yes. Oh, I'm going to feel like such a bitch for
0: no. <laughs> making you
1: so worried about going, going to the next segment. You a
0: you lovely. I'm just making you sure I haven't like, cut you short. <laughs> no, See, okay. We have a day off and it all falls apart, dynamically speaking.
1: Well, I told you you had to, had to wait before we had the day off. <laughs>
0: Okay then. So, <laughs> in the someone was
1: right. Someone first called quarter it. final match. This is the main event, right?
0: Yeah, this is it. There won't anything else after this. In the first quarter final match, voted it's seven point two one, the highest rated match of this year's New Japan Cup so far. David Finlay defeated Jay White in ninety minutes and twenty six seconds. And as I said on Monday, I think he could win the whole fucking thing. And now he's going to win the whole fucking thing.
1: I hope so. I hope he at least wins his half.
0: Yeah. This, this was great. <laughs> this was just brilliant. It was so well told. The balance was there. The match story was there. Juice was doing just the right things at the right time. Ghetto did the right things at the wrong time. And it all flowed. And it was just perfect. And it's classic New Japan booking. The underdog gets a fair playing field and beats the heel because he deserves to, because he's the better wrestler and he doesn't need the bells and whistles to make it work. And there was a sense of determination about young David about this match that I really enjoyed. It was like, I'm having this. And that was the look on his face, which just perfect for the, what the situation was. And this match was just great. I loved it. What did you think, Chris? I
1: really liked it. Um, mostly because Jay he kind of told us what was going to happen in a way because he started out so cocky and I was like, you're being extra cocky today. And he's always that way, but he was extra today. Yes. I felt. And I was like, does that mean Finley is winning? Because the cocky heel losing to the plucky baby faces, they call (laughs)
0: It's
1: just such a good story. It is. And about halfway through I was convinced that Finley was winning just because of the way Jay was acting.
0: I kind of got it when I looked around at the crowd and went this is a small enough crowd where it doesn't matter if Jay loses. Mm. But if they go for it and Dave has a really great reaction, you can follow it through.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, You
0: can get the bigger pop, the bigger hole next time around. And I was like this would be a good time for David to win. (laughs) <laughs> that was my yeah. first thought and then it was like you're right the way Jay was acting it was like this is a bit and then there was that look in David's face everything was crisp and perfect and it had like this is the biggest match of my life written all over it mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah, and,
1: and Jay started out by being an asshole yes and he's usually that but he, he was starting out like asking where Tanahashi was because he wanted to embarrass him Yes. And I'm like, you're already talking about people you've defeated, like you're going to defeat Finley.
0: Yeah.
1: Like you're you're busy with Tanahashi and with the referee telling him he was doing a good job, and with Uemura telling him that um, asking him to call the Kiwi, because Gada <laughs> wasn't there anymore. And I'm like,
0: Please manage th- th- me. sorry.
1: Please manage me. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me what to do. So it's like the story was he's way, fo- way more focused on other things and other people, and he's overlooking Finley. Yes. That's what it felt like to me. Also when G- Ghetto was uh, escorted to the back by Juice. <laughs> uh, that was
0: perfect. That was really good.
1: Also how calmly Juice did it. Like, yes. he didn't knock him out and then... Like dragging to the back, he just picked him up on his shoulders and left. <laughs> like, have fun, Finley. I'm I'll be in the back. See you then.
0: I will keep walking. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll just keep walking until I can hear that the <laughs> that the match has come to an end. Yeah. So that the entire story was Jay is convinced he's going to win. <clears throat> Sorry. And he's way more focused on everyone except his opponents because he's so convinced that young lion David Finlay, because that's what he is to Jay still,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is going to lose to him.
0: And as well, it was like so unaware, it's like Dave Finley is a world tag team champion and he gets announced last because he's ranked above you now. Yeah. Because he's a world champion. And you're not.
1: Yeah. I mean <laughs> Jay even put Finley in the Boston Crab.
0: Yeah. There was all of those things. And as well, from David's point of view, it kind of felt like the story he was telling was like, my father was the greatest heel in professional wrestling history. Do you think I learnt nothing? Because <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like he wrestled like the opposite of the way his dad would do. Mm. And for an old timer like me, who's watched his dad wrestle at Infinitum for literally for 30 years, it was just like, this is... This is reverse Finley psychology. This is what, like, he was so intense and upbeat. And if you watch those old Dave Finley matches, Dave Finley, the third, (laughs) Um, Fit Finley, let's call him Fit Finley because that'll be easier. Fit Finley never wasted any energy. It's not that David Finley wasted energy today, but everything was just like the precise place to put it at the right time. There's the famous story that Sandman told when Finley was a road agent for the WWE. And he watched, I think it was, um, oh, who's current WWE heavyweight champion. That'll tell you how far out of I am. Big fella. What's his name? Bobby Lashley. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Lashley and somebody else, like, have a terrible I don't match. watch WWE. See, there you go. Bobby Though Lashley. Roman
1: Reigns follows me. Oh, does he? No, wow, he doesn't.
2: Cool.
1: It's a fake account called Roman Reigns. <laughs> like, how dumb do you think I am? or <laughs> <But> whatever continue <laughs> oh,
0: John was really upset because that Sushi Anita follows me and Chelsea <laughs> yeah.
1: well, I imagine that would be upsetting yeah. like if, if Roman Reigns followed everyone except me yes. I'd be upset too there you go.
0: but yes um, Fit Finley's Yeah, he was a road agent in WWE and watched Bobby Lashley and somebody else like, have a dreadful match and they all did far too much in a short period of time And he said, what are you wasting your energy doing all those bumps for? You don't need to. And he gave him a lecture and then went went out and had a seven-minute match with one bump and had the crowd on the edge of their seat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the Young Lion thing, right? You don't need much to have
0: a great match. That's it, you know. And Fit was the master at it. You know, he used to control matches just by, like, um and Steve Regal said the first time we wrestled fit he said there was no effort he said I didn't do anything mm. I just listened to what he told me and I just it was just perfect <laughs> so, right it's time for your comeback now he just whispered that in my ear and i was like okay because <laughs> 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 so said, that, he said that it was so easy <laughs> so how did this happen it's just because fit was that good and David is David has the potential to be that good mm-hmm.
2: you know,
0: if, if he wants to be he's got all the technical skills I think your issue with his lack of personality um, is an issue, but having said that, it's time to put some meat on the bones with that, I think. Yeah. And, I and think... it'd be
1: nice to have a, a foreign baby face.
0: Yes, rather than a foreign heel. <laughs> yeah, most, most of the
1: white guys are... Yeah. Or are foreigners, not just white guys. Our heels yes. are neutral. And I don't mind that, because... Most white guys are
2: assholes. (laughs) But
1: but it'd be nice to have, like, except for Juice, there's not many
0: baby faces. Hinari, but
1: Hinari is slowly turning
0: heel. heel. (laughs) And he's not a white guy, he's Polynesian. He's not a white guy. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm trying to think, of Moxley's kind of a baby face-ish.
1: Kenny was, occasionally.
0: Okay, well... Yeah, but
1: more in the eyes of the foreign fans than New Japan, I think.
0: Yes, Golden Lovers Kenny was a baby face, yeah. Bullet Cleaner Kenny was not a baby face. Um, Cody was a heel. Um, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's just European but, white guys yeah. are awful, <laughs>
2: true.
1: <laughs> and Dave Finley, David Finley is uh proving the opposite for once. Yes. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's now your responsibility to be the sole good white guy.
0: Yes. Sole <laughs> European cis male that we can trust. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I am almost afraid to make that joke, but watch because watching two months finally have done something horrible.
0: I actually don't think he would because and this sounds daft, but his parents are evangelical Christians and mm-hmm. I have a feeling they kind of instilled good moral boundaries into their children.
1: Yeah, well, um, some Christians are terrible, so.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think he's just, he's a dude who likes his beer and that's about okay,
1: it. Let, let's just hope for the best.
0: Yes, that's, that's all we can do. I'm not saying he's perfect, but
2: he's,
0: uh... he's not been awful. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, let's let's go with that and not make any prejudice. We believe in you, Finley. We very. If much you're listening in to you, this, you, you are our
1: our last hope.
0: Our last hope for just common decency. <laughs> <laughs> all we ask. That's all right. You know. Anywho, um, this
1: was our daily Finley segment.
0: Yes, this is our daily daily Dave Finley segment. Uh, also, semi-main eventing next Impact pay-per-view and Juice defending the tag team titles against the books.
1: I wonder if they'll win.
0: I hope so. I think that'll be quite cool because it kind of scupper up Impact plans. Because I think they were trying to run Good Brothers versus the Young Bucks, and I think that would make things way more interesting.
1: <laughs> we'll see.
0: Because if you have Good Brothers just against the Young Bucks for the AEW tag team titles, then you could have all three. You could, and then. Gorillas would still say yes, but that was that was the that was the tweet on this week. Carl Anderson uh, Gave congratulations to Finn Juice and to which uh, Tama Tonga said you just got beat by the third ranked team in New Japan
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I I know they're in the first but who's the second? They
0: they they, the the the, the Tama Tonga ranking is Gorillas, Dangerous Techers, Finn
1: Juice. Okay,
0: that makes Um, sense.
1: Yes. It's funny, though, that, like, Suzuki-gun,
0: really? Well, they won, they got to the, they were tag team champions, they were the last tag team champions, weren't they? That's that. I the guess. Because they wrestled them at Tokyo. But it'd be
1: more of a heel thing to go with Yujiro and Fale, are like, the second best tag team in New Japan. <laughs> like, actually, actually admitting that Dangerous Tackers are the second best team is kind of, Noble. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think, like, well, uh, Tom has been talking a lot in recent years about like how Bullet Club are more just friends rather yeah. than a brotherhood these days. And well, he talks a
1: honest. lot. He's like, whenever something happens that's not to do with him, he'll still talk about it on his Twitter.
0: I think, to be honest with you, he was kind of bequeathed the Carl Anderson spot in Bullet Club like the the steady hand to Winward, if you make, make sense mm-hmm. He was the, if you want to know what's going on in Bullet Club you didn't talk to AJ you didn't talk to Kenny you talked to you talked to Carl Anderson and now it's kind of the same thing you don't talk to Evil you don't talk to Kenty, you don't talk to Jay White the real heart and soul of Bullet Club is Tam Tonga
1: yeah and he's uh, keeping an eye on everything like... yeah He's sh- showing that he's not—he's not just talking about everything that happens in New Japan. He also weighs in on everything that happens in AEW and Impact.
0: I think as well is because he's got his own podcast now uh, yeah. with Ross Berman, Tom yeah. Island. and he's obviously got to keep himself relevant for that kind of thing. And I think you know, he's been at this job for a long while and there are other things. I don't think he will ever leave New Japan. I think he's a lifer. But equally, you know, New Japan encouraged their staff to go and have life outside of just wrestling or life outside of just New Japan because they want to make them stars. And why not let somebody else do that and then cash in on it?
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It's like what Suji is doing right now. He's using social media. to to get a following, and Tama knows that if he stays active enough on social media, he doesn't have to go out and do something.
0: Plus they're not on every tour mm-hmm. at the minute. They can't yeah. be, there's just too many... They're not on this tour, because why would you need the World Tag Team Champions on a singles tournament tour? Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, um... Despi
1: isn't even on this tour, he's been there once.
0: Yeah, Tama and Tangalo- Tangaloa have kind of said... We're not going to do singles tournaments unless you really need us because we want to be the tag team. You know, how much of that is kayfabe? but I think that's a very sensible thing to do. They are mm-hmm. the most successful tag team in New Japan history. You're trying yep. to keep them special, so why stick them in the G1 where they have to lose five times?
1: Yeah, it makes sense.
0: You know, it's like protect them at all costs. They are the best tag team you've had since Guns and Gallows or the Good Brothers. So, yeah, it's. It makes sense for that and this especially when the tag team wrestling generally around the world is on the up. You know, there's five or six tag teams in AEW that can have a really good run with GOD. There's five or six in uh well, two or three in impact, and probably three or four in in in, in Ring of Honor. You know, and that's that I think ta- I think dream matches work better in tag team wrestling than singles wrestling. Um Partly because I think back to the 80, back to the 90s, and the Steiners versus Hase and Sasaki at the Tokyo Dome was a way better match than Fujinami versus Flair. And it kind of caught the imagination more. And I think that title of best damn tag team in the world is a really important one, more so than singles belts are always going to be singles belts, aren't they? I think, mm-hmm. I think there's a kind of like... <sighs> There's a lineage to being a great tag team, like the Road Warriors and you know Rock and Roll Express, like the great tag teams of all time, wrestled everywhere. And I think you can kind of get that more with tag team wrestling. So I think it's worth having investing in a tag team as being the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And I I could say that God are the best of the best, most consistent. They have the best matches.
1: Yeah, and it's also very clear that they're not two singles wrestlers who chose to be tag team wrestlers because they don't have any o- other opportunities. Like, no. as much as I love Goto and Yoshihashi together, it's clear that they're singles wrestlers who just happen to be compatible as tag team wrestlers as well.
0: Yes, you can say the same with Finjuice to an extent. Yeah. You know, and certainly you can with, with Dangerous Tackers as well. They're. They're singles wrestlers that make a great tag team. They aren't a great tag team. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and it's, and it's kind of hard and because of the way the nature of the, how New Japan has always booked its championships was back in, well, up until the mid-2000s, the only way to get a shot at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship was to go through the tag team championships. It was always two singles wrestlers mm-hmm. that held those belts. You know, it wasn't until teams like the Jurassic Powers and the Steiners came along that there was a tag team division. And even then, it was always kind of a mix, like Tenzin and Chono and you know, the NWO teams in the late 90s. So, yeah, we've kind of tangented off there, haven't we?
2: And we
1: always do. At least this was a tangent about wrestling. True. Very and in true. New
0: Japan. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: we've done worse.
0: Yes. Uh, are we going to this other thing that happened?
1: Well, you can go to the other thing, because I didn't watch it. Do I have to? As much as I love Sonata, I didn't watch it.
0: Because um, I have
1: I already knew it was going to happen.
0: Let's face it this way. Yeah, Sonata lost. He did. In a particularly boring match. I had to turn the sound off, because Billy Nomates was talking far too much, and his voice just does my head in. So... Kind of sat and watched it in silence, which I must admit didn't really perk my interest. What
1: what was he talking about then?
0: Oh, just stuff. Just heel stuff that. I can see what he's trying to do. It's the, like, the heel, like the British seaside wrestling heel, you know. I think
1: he sees himself as a Jay White when he's not.
0: He is definitely not. He hasn't got the charisma and he hasn't got the cool. He hasn't got the little asides. He's far too much of a blunt instrument, and his promos are dreadful anyway. Never mind. <laughs> it was like I can remember watching uh, being the elite, and they were the bus arrived outside the arena, and Bullet Club go off their bus, and Nick Jackson goes, "Oh look, there's Osprey making his fourth or fifth attempt at a promo."
2: <laughs> oh God!
0: <laughs> and it was like. I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's also like, I haven't watched the match, but I imagine uh, the contrast between Osprey and Sanada is also not going to help him. No. You've got a cool guy who doesn't say anything.
0: Against a guy that just talks incessantly nonstop. Yeah. I and mean, it, the... it was kind of like a dominant win for Osprey as well, which wasn't much fun. <laughs> it was like... <sighs> Oh, Sigh. Ozcutter, then... Ozcutter, then Hidden Blade, then Stormbringer. One after the other. Bang, bang, bang. Play.
1: Great. Ah, uh, is now dead!
0: Yes! Awesome!
1: Jeez. Yay! See, the, Everything we wanted.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing. The whole point of Dave Finlay getting all three of his finishes on was to make it believable that he could win the match. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, an, it's the King's Road style of booking. Finley got the knee drop, brain buster, the cutter, and sliced bread, one after the other, bang, bang, bang. So he can beat Jay White, who's known to be tough, known to be a cardio machine, who can go longer than anybody else, and is known to take a beating. Finley has to have all three of those moves in a row, or he can't beat Jay White. Whereas Osprey should be able to win it just with Stormbringer, really. Or he needed all three to beat Samada. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know. I... yeah. <sighs> I
1: Nick just Nick hope Higgy Finley walking, wins though. because I want to be able to watch the final.
0: Yes, that would be lovely. Really, I think I I think Dave will get to the final. I think Dave will win. But I definitely think he, I really really want him to get to the final.
1: I hope you're right again because. Yes. Oh my god. I don't want to watch that match, I'm not going to either. If Osprey's in the final, then...
0: I'm hoping that that semi-final is Dave just doing his old man for 20 minutes and just standing on Osprey's nose.
1: I hope so. (laughs) On the other hand, I also wouldn't be surprised if they made him lose after his big win, because they already gave him his big win, which is something he can build on and make a promo out of and stuff like that.
0: It is, but equally... <clears throat> Zach Sabre Jr. won it the other year and, and literally made every big-name player in New Japan tap.
1: I hope you're right. I'm crossing all my fingers and my toes.
0: I, I, I must admit, when we started this tournament, the idea of David Finley, New Japan main event star, wasn't on my radar. But the more I've watched and the more I've seen, the more a believer I am.
1: I'm not saying I'm not a believer, I'm just a pessimist when it comes to (laughs) Osprey. Like, he's always winning stuff I don't want him to win.
0: Yeah. Nobody wants him to win this. No. But there you go. I
1: I also hate that he has his own stable, because he's always there. Like, I have to look. Is he in the match? No. Is he on the outside? No. Okay, then I can watch. Yeah.
0: It's just... It's just this is the thing. It's so annoying. There is no squeaky clean wrestling company on Earth. Every wrestling company or the vast majority of them. The only one I know that have gone out of their way to be absolutely clean as a whistle is BWR Wrestling and Grimsby. I've interviewed all the guys. I've interviewed the, the management team. I've seen the structures. They've shown me their safeguarding stuff. And I will tell you they're as clean as a wrestling company can be. However, well, it's your favourite wrestling company and there's so many people you want to support in that wrestling company it does make it very very hard to keep defending them over and over again Well, we don't defend yeah. over this but it makes it harder for us as fans to say yeah it's cool but...
1: yeah but for me the, the thing is I have to weigh it out for myself like does the love I have for New Japan and the joy I get out of it weigh up to how horrible it makes me feel yeah. About certain things. And especially right now, I just need the the good vibes. Because I not everyone will know, but my mother passed away a couple of months ago. Yeah. So I came back to wrestling um, to distract myself and to have something to enjoy. And right now, I need that.
2: Yeah.
1: And until it doesn't fulfill that need anymore... Or they do something that I can't accept. Like the Marty's Girl thing might have been it for me.
0: Same with me as well. Really. Um,
1: I'm going to not support New Japan because I'm not buying their shit. But I'll keep following them.
0: Yeah, it's the same for me. Having lost my dad as well, it's, it's been a constant in my life. It's something mm-hmm. I get to see and something I plan my life around because I can't leave the house and go to the supermarket and go for a bike ride. But I have no, I'll say I have no life outside of wrestling. Of course I do. But it is something that I can get lost in and talk about. And I think it's been healing for both of us, especially doing this yeah. podcast because it's been kind of therapy for us because we've got a chance to talk and catch up after really speaking, those regularly as we'd like to have done for a couple of years, and, you know, we both love wrestling, and we both love this, so it's a good way of being positive for both of us. I think. Yeah. I like,
1: think... New Japan is another world for me.
0: Yes. I can
1: disappear in. Yeah. It's like a good fantasy film, but <laughs> kind of different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i tell you the thing. My dad would have loved that match with Jay White. Mm. you would have absolutely loved it. So I can take that recognition. That's, That's nice. The whole thing. But yeah, um, yeah. But the main event, eh.
1: <laughs> it happened.
0: It happened. It was it, there. Yeah. It, it had to. Otherwise, there was no a result. Going. Yes. Otherwise, no. Dave feeling We've got nobody to wrestle in a couple of days' time. I suppose he has to wrestle somebody. Well, Suji me. is
1: always looking to fight someone, so...
0: Yes, personally, I think he should have a bye into the final, because he's <laughs> <Yes>. just cool. <laughs> yes. Or have
1: um, a mini-tournament for the C-Trophy. What was it? C-Block the Trophy?
0: C- C-Block Trophy, yes. The C-block have trophy. another one.
1: Like, yeah. just sit there in the ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, let's see who have we got next. We should have matches on not tomorrow. When do we have next? Yeah, nineteenth no, twentieth, that's on Saturday. Uh on Saturday and Sunday it's the semi finals on Saturday, it's the final on Sunday. Um we've got no matter. we've got match lineups for Saturday. Here we have New Japan World match lineup. Schedule blank versus blank versus blank. That will be announced later. Awesome. Uh,
1: blank the second blank is my favourite wrestler.
0: Yes. <laughs> so Yes. No time limit draw. Blank versus blank. Blank versus blank. So that'll be that then. So it'll be Takagi versus Evil in one semi-final. And Dave Finley versus mm, in the other final, semi-final. And oh, we're hoping, mm. Can
1: we guess what kind of matches they're going to do?
0: Um, Evil versus Takagi has been interference-led for Evil all the way through, so I don't see that changing.
1: Oh, I'm, I meant the rest of the card.
0: Oh, like, the right. Oh, right. I'm to going to guess
1: there's a Young line match at the beginning. Yes. Maybe with Nagata in there. Yeah. And there's definitely going to be a Great O'Khan and Kalb match versus two people.
0: Uh, oh, oh. Um, maybe Henry and Juice again so that that story could go a little bit Yeah. That, that, that sounds like it makes sense. Especially if the city's going to go to United Empire, that might make sense too
1: yes and yeah. then you've got an L I J
0: match um i reckon bullet club mm-hmm. i reckon lij and bullet club have had some really cracking matches in this tour and i think it's always fun to watch because they're the two most organized teams because <laughs> you've got really good tag team generals on both sides so it tends to be a lot of fun and smooth
1: Mm-hmm. Or you put um, Bullet Club against Suzuki-gun because you want to further the Ishimori mm-hmm. Despi storyline.
0: Yeah, Girl is a Destiny. And... Yeah, Ishimori and Despie. Despi and dangerous attackers and Guerrillas a Destiny and Ishimori. Then. Yeah, because
1: they've been talking on Twitter. Yeah, this is this is my input every <laughs> every podcast. <laughs> you know what they said on Twitter. Despy and Ishimaru were talking on Twitter, so it wouldn't surprise me if Despy shows up.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be reasonable. Um,
1: this is not just wishful thinking. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Uh, I'm trying to think. Will there be a title match on Sunday? Maybe Tana Ashi defending never open weight championship against somebody. Maybe Jay White will now drop down to the Nether Openweight Championship on the grounds so he wants to get, having, having lost to David Finlay. <laughs> you know.
1: there, there goes his confidence.
0: Yes, I need I need a small championship belt, Rain, to, to rebuild my confidence, even if it means getting my head clobbered in by Ishii on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um,
1: and is Okada showing up? I'm assuming he is.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could have, like... Uh,
1: uh, wait, Okada wasn't on the show today, was he? No, he wasn't. I, I was like, remember. I don't remember
0: Okada. Ishii but... won't either. I'll go to.
1: No, Chaos was like on the vacation. They had a day off.
0: Yeah, they are allowed.
1: Are they? Yeah. Like, LIJ isn't allowed to have any days off.
0: Well, no, but they're all made of elastic and plasticine, aren't they?
1: And way too famous.
0: Yes. <laughs> like,
1: and Bushy getting his own theme song is like... It's still funny to me.
0: Akada's got like the perfect gig, though. Like he doesn't have to be there to draw money, and he'll still draw money. NATO has to be there to draw money. Yeah. Like, Akada's can draw similar kind of money, but his actual physical presence isn't required. <laughs> Just the entire idea of Kazuchika Okada is enough to draw money into a building. But there you go. Yeah.
1: Well, we've already decided on the matches.
0: <laughs> Are we deciding
1: on the results?
0: Um of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, well Finley is winning the
0: Obviously. the right half of the thing. He's, no, he Dave Finley is winning the whole thing.
1: Okay, and who's winning the semi final <laughs> on the left?
0: Um I reckon Dave versus Shingo would absolutely be a barnstormer. I think they tear the ass down. So I would yeah. To. Yeah, I reckon David should go. I don't see.
2: Like, I would
1: go at evil, because he's much more of a clear heel. Yeah. And with... you, you want to build up evil.
0: Yeah. I mean, I suppose because the argument would be if, if Dave gets to the David gets to the final, the argument would be an early, earlier draw in the opening round. But if he beat Shingo in a slobber knocker in the final, you could say he genuinely deserved a championship slot. And that would kind of like put any doubters aside. Maybe
1: Juice is there again, and Juice carries off Togo, and Evil is forced to fight.
0: Yeah, that's a possibility. Fairly. And it's a callback. And then, yeah, Evil could also win cleanly, just to prove that he is actually that good. There's options there, isn't there? Because I think
1: like giving it to Takagi would be okay. Mm. But he's already beaten Okada. He's already beaten Goto. He's already made such a leap. Yeah. Does he need the New Japan Cup final? And to beat Evil. Which is another shot back at Evil. Like he's going to get even worse.
0: Yeah. See, this is the thing. There's also the point. Whoever wins this has to wrestle Abushi at Secure Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I want to see Evil versus Abushi. No, be...
1: but we also talked about that we, you need a heel.
0: Yeah. Actually. I, yeah. Yeah. See, this is the thing. It's like from personal taste point of view, I would rather see Shingo versus Abushi or David versus Abushi out of all four of them. But like we said, discussed before, Ibushi desperately needs a bastard, doesn't he?
1: He does.
0: He can't have... And if Evil
1: wins the whole thing...
0: Which is a possibility, because he won last year's, and two New Japan Cups in a row would salvage him from the ignominity of losing so much in the last six months.
1: And it creates more tension between him and JY. Like, I could do what you can't.
0: Yeah. It would have been interesting to see what would happen if Kentra got to the, reach of the semi-final against Evil. <laughs> but yeah, but they're not going to give... That.
1: Like, I was looking at that. They're either going to give us Evil versus Takagi, which is former LIJ versus LIJ, or Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Like, I was already surprised...
0: That the draw would go that far. Yeah.
1: That they would give us one of the two options.
0: Well, they'd have to, really. Oh.
1: They didn't have to. They could have had Okada win. Yeah. And have Okada lose to Goto, or lose to Kenta. No, not Kenta. Suzuki.
0: I think as well, the, the, other, the other problem with Dave versus him is that Jay is too cocky for his own good, and Dave just beat Jay. And David, therefore, is smarter than Jay White. And there are posts smarter than Will Ospreay. <laughs> so it's, it's, like, it's like if Dave Finley just outsmarted Jay White and Ghetto, supposedly the two smartest people in New Japan pro wrestling, theoretically, he should have no problem with Osprey.
1: Yeah, but maybe he has the United Empire show up, because Juice can't deal with both of them.
0: No, I suppose not. But you take to Gucci with you, don't you?
1: Yeah, but that's that's the logic we talked about. Faces yeah. don't do that.
0: No. Oh, they're Toguchi not that would, though. Toguchi's just crazy enough to do that. Taguchi used to second for Kushida.
1: Yeah, but it, I don't see them doing it. Like, Juice is only doing it because they're tag team.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Not because they're in the same faction. No.
1: So I could see that happening.
0: Hmm. I don't know, though. No one's interfering in the United Empire matches so far, except for... So far,
1: but it's the it's the... One of the most... Important matches there is, or maybe he does it in a final.
0: That's a possibility as well. Maybe he saves that for the final, or maybe that's the that's the action that David wins because the United Empire don't come out to save Osprey because he was gonna save it for the final if he needed it. Or is is he gonna be that cocky? I can beat Finley. He's not beating anyone.
1: Or he beats Finley and then uses it against evil.
0: That's a possibility. I don't see. I see or I know. I see no good of Osprey versus Ibushi at this point. I think it's... Even if you take Osprey seriously, because obviously none of us do. But even if you want to build Osprey, it's far too soon, I think. I think you need a longer story.
1: Isn't well, also, the, the thing also is, if you want to build Osprey, then do you want to give him a loss right away against Ibushi?
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. Because whoever wins this... Tournament isn't beating Ibushi; it's Hmm.
2: No,
0: I don't think he is because Ibushi's got to keep. You won't they they literally waited a year and convoluted the booking up to the nth degree to get <laughs> Ibushi a championship. <laughs> so yeah. they're sticking with him. You know, as long as they don't break his leg, he's going to be champion for a while. And it's yeah, I don't see that. I see more good. Of either an evil win or a Takagi win or a Dave Finley win than an Osprey win as a long term booking point of view. I, I think
1: that I, Takagi and Finley can lose.
0: Yeah. Against Ibushi. Yeah, and it doesn't really hurt it Doesn't them. really hurt them. No, Takagi would do the world of good too, and Dave Finley would put him on another planet.
1: Yeah, so Takagi be hasn't event. been there yet. Yeah. Before. So that would be his first real taste of the, the most the the top of the title round
0: yeah plus you got another dream match there in former DDT Ace versus former Dragon Gate Ace
1: Mm -hmm. but I think evil it's not good if it's evil no because he'd lose even more
0: yeah you'd have to win and you don't want to it wasn't a great draw last summer so there's, there's a good chance it won't be a great draw this summer either so you can't have evil winning again, I don't think, because the fans and shit on it. From well, a great eye.
2: Yeah. So, so um.
0: So that leaves Dave Finley then. Or shingle? <laughs> or shingle. In fact, to be honest with you, out of all four, the only person who I think it actually helps to win everything and beat Ibushi would be David Finley, because you would actually cement him as a main eventer. But I don't mm. think Ibushi's winning the, losing the title. At
1: I think it would also help Shingo. But he's also already beaten Okada.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't need he doesn't need a title to be interesting.
1: No. And he's already been a title holder. So the, one more step towards the main titles wouldn't yeah. come as a shock. No. Whereas Finley hasn't had a singles title yet. As far yeah. as I know.
0: No, he's had never open weight six man championships. He won that about two weeks coming after coming out of the dojo, um, and then he's had the world tag team championships, won a world tag league. Um, but also, you set up Finley for you. you can't put not put Finley in the G1 now, surely, if he's got mm-hmm. to the Stanley final of the New Japan Cup. If he's if he's got to the final of the New Japan Cup, US one year. And the semi-final of the New Japan Cup the following year, you can't not put him in the G1 now, can you?
2: Yeah.
0: You have yep. to, and if, especially if he gets to the main event of Securo Genesis, then you have to put him in, in in the New Japan Cup. So, yeah, I think Dave Finlay has worked his way into a bit of a genius position, to be honest with you. But, so, yeah.
2: Well, that was a fun
1: uh, fantasy booking session.
0: It was, but it's like... We it's
1: came been, to no conclusions at all.
0: It is, but it's like, but well, surely that's what we want. We go into the mm-hmm. final four of a major tournament. We don't know who's going to win.
1: Yeah. And you want Finlay to win all yes. of it. Yes, I do. I'm sure you know who I want to win, or...
0: I'm guessing that's Shingo. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: well,
2: hmm.
0: I think you would like Evil to win if Evil was getting something decent out of it. Yeah, exactly. If cheat winning, then it's not really helping him, is it?
1: I I, I would like Evil to win if I knew that something good would come of it. I wouldn't even mind him winning with cheats or whatever. Yeah. But if it's just going to be to lose to Ibushi, then I'd go with Shingo because I think he can much more easily deal with losing. Yeah. That's it's ex- my...
0: It's exciting.
1: Yes, it is. Three of the four options are yes, okay it's in 70, my book.
0: It's 75% exciting.
1: Yeah, but that 125% worries me.
0: There we go. We just grit our teeth and move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and hope it all works out. Um, but yes, I think that's covered us for today, hasn't it? Yeah. For, Today at the New Japan Cup. My name's James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. And you can find the channel Troopany Show on Twitter. And on Facebook, the Troopany Show. And on Patreon, the Troopany Show. Where you keep the Troopany Show free forever for everyone. Christy, where can we find you on the internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter. My personal account is smarkinfested. And I also have a GIF account, which is at GIFS.
0: Excellent. We shall be back on Saturday. Are you joining me on Saturday? Sure. And Sunday? <laughs> yeah, Sure. Good.
1: I'm not sure I'll be watching it live, though. It's like 7 a.m. in the morning for me. Oh, no, yes. 6 a.m. in the morning. Even yes. better.
0: It's 5 a.m. in the morning for me. I'll be up. <laughs> Weirdo. Well, I want to go for a bike ride as well, so I kind of like want to get up and get it watched. Well, be like okay.
1: I was like, are you going to have a bike ride before you watch?
0: no because i'd be biking in the dark then and that's just silly yeah i was surprised <laughs> <laughs> okay but it should finish about half 8 that i'll be just talking okay up. yes so we'll be seeing we'll back with you on saturday for the semi-finals and on sunday for the finals uh we the trouperity show will be with you on monday um where we're probably looking at gaia from 2000 with someone no one's come forward to volunteer though Chelsea seemed really interested. She'd like to. So I'm not sure yet. If not, it'll be me and John, I guess. Uh, but there will definitely be a Monday and a Troopny show on Monday. Listen back to the whole archive, including our mad David Finlay rants, which seems so pertinent now he's got to the Sunday <laughs> It's final. like we knew. <laughs> we knew what was going to happen. So we talked about Finlay for hours this week. Um, uh, and the whole Finlay clan. <laughs> so, yeah. Every Um,
1: podcast on a Finley segment
0: Yes And um, I've been invited back to Music of the Map From Voices of Wrestling So I'm going to go record that this weekend So it'll be coming in a couple of weeks Um, Andrew usually does in a couple of weeks down the line So thank you very much for listening to us today And we'll speak to you soon Bye